Numbers. Adonai spoke to Moses in the Sinai Desert in the Tent of Meeting. On the first day of the second month of the second year after they had left the land of Egypt, he said, Take a census of the entire assembly of the people of Israel by clans and families. Record the names of all the men, 20 years old and over, who are subject to military service in Israel. You and Aaron are to enumerate them company by company. Take with you from each tribe someone who is head of a clan. These are the men to take with you. From Reuben, Elitzur, the son of Shadur, from Simon, Shulamiel, and the son of Tuzatai, from Judah, Nachshon, the son of Amadad, from Issachar, Nathaniel, the son of Tezur, and from Zebulun, Elaav, the son of Helen, of the children of Joseph, from Ephraim, Ishlamah, the son of Imihud, from Manasseh, Galamiel, the son of Patsador, from Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gedai, from Dan, Echizer, the son of Matizai. From Asha, Pegliel, the son of Okran. From Gad, Elizas, the son of Duel. From Aftali, Sheshta, the son of An. These were the ones called from the assembly the chiefs of their fathers' clans and heads of thousands in Israel. So Moses and Aaron took these men who had been designated by name and on the first day of the second month they gathered the whole assembly to state their genealogies by families and clans and recorded the names of all those 20 years old and over as well as their total numbers. Moses counted them in Sinai Desert just as Adonai had ordered him. The men, 20 years old and over, who were subject to military service, were recorded by name, family, and clan, starting with the descendants of Reuben, Israel's firstborn. Here are the totals. Descendants of Reuben, 46,500. Descendants of Simon, 59,300. Descendants of Gad, 45,650. Descendants of Judah, 74,600. Descendants of Issachar, 54,400. Descendants of Zebulun, 57,400. Descendants of Ephraim, 40,500. Descendants of Manasseh, 32,200. Descendants of Benjamin, 35,400. Descendants of Dan, 62,700. Descendants of Asher, 41,500. Descendants of Naphtali, 53,400. Moses, Aaron, and the 12 leaders of Israel, each from a clan, counted the people of Israel by their clans, those 20 years old and over, military service in Israel, and the grand total came to 603,550. 
But those who were Levi, according to the clan of their fathers, were not counted in this census, because Adonai had told Moses, do not include the clan of Levi when you take the census of the people of Israel. Instead, give them Levinian charge over the tabernacle of the testimony, its equipment and everything else connected with it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its equipment, serve in it, and set up their camp around it. When the tabernacle is to be moved onward, it is the Livy Livingham who are to take it down and set it up in the new location. Anyone else who involves himself is to be put to death. The rest of Israel are to set up camp company by company, each man with his own banner. But the Levinium are to camp around the tabernacle of the testimony, so that no anger will come upon the assembly of the people of Israel. The Levi are to be in charge of the tabernacle of the testimony. This is what the people of Israel did. They did everything that Adonai had ordered Moses. Adonai said to Moses and Aaron, the people of Israel are to set up camp by clans, each man with his own banner and under his clan symbol. They are to camp around the tent of meeting, but at a distance. Those camping on the east side toward the sunrise are to be under the banner of the camp of Judah. They are to camp according to companies by tribe and leader, they are as follows. Judah, Nakshun, the son of Abidad, 74,600. Issachar, Nathaniel, the son of Azur, 54,400. Zebulun, Eliab, the son of Helen, 57,400. A total of 186,400. This group is to set up first. Those camping on the south are to be under the banner of the camp of Reuben. They are to camp according to companies, by tribe and leader. They are as follows. Reuben, Elitzer, the son of Shedior, 46,500. Simon, Shemuliel, the son of Zerushaddai, 59,300. Gad, Elasaph, the son of Reuel, 45,650, for a total of 151,450. This group is to set out second. Keep reading. Then the tent of meeting with the camp of Levi will set out, with the other camps in front and behind. They will go to the same in the same order as their camps are set up. Each man will go forward in his position under his banner. Those camping on the west are to be under the banner of the camp of Ephraim. They are to camp according to companies. By tribe and leader, they are as follows. Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Emihud, 40,500. Manasseh, Gamliel, the son of Padasser, 32,200. Benjamin, 
Abidan, the son of Gideon, 35,400 for a total of 108,100. This group is to set out third. Those camping on the north are to be under the banner of the camp of Dan. They are to camp according to companies. By tribe and leader, they are as follows. Dan, Ichlezer, the son of Amigada, Asher, Pigliel, the son of Okran, Naphtali, Achan, the son of Anan, a total of 157,600. This group is to set out last with their banners. These are the ones counted from the people of Israel by clans. The total number recorded in the camps, company by company, was 603,550. But, as Adonai ordered Moses, the Levites were not counted with the rest of Israel. The people of Israel did everything Adonai had ordered Moses. They set up camp under their banners, and they set out each according to his family and clan. These are the descendants of Aaron and Moses as of the day when Adonai spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai. The names of the son of Aaron's are Nadav, the firstborn, Eleazar and Itamar, Ebu Eleazar and Itamar. These were the names of the sons of Aaron the Cohen, whom he anointed and ordained as Cohen. But Nadav and Abihu died in the presence of Adonai when they offered unauthorized fire before Adonai in the Sinai desert, and they had no children. Eleazar and Itamar served as Cohen in the presence of Aaron their father. Adonai said to Moses, Summon the tribe of Levi and assign them to Aaron the Cohen so that they can help him. They are to carry out his duties and the duties of the whole community before the tent of meeting in performing the service of the tabernacle. They are to be in charge of all the furnishings of the tent of meeting and to carry out all the duties of the people of Israel connected with the service of the tabernacle. Assign the Levite to Aaron and his sons. Their one responsibility in regard to the people of Israel is to serve him. You are to appoint Aaron and his sons to carry out the duties of Cohen. Anyone else who involves himself is to be put to death. Adonai said to Moses, I have taken the Levi from among the people of Israel in lieu of every firstborn male that is first from the womb among the people of Israel. The Levi are to be mine. All the firstborn males belong to me because on the day that I killed all firstborn males in the land of Egypt, I separated for myself all the firstborn males in Israel, both human and animal. They are mine. I am Adonai. Adonai said to Moses in the Sinai Desert, Take a census of the tribe of Levi by clans and families. Count every male a month old or over. Moses counted them in the manner Adonai had said as he had been ordered. The names of the sons of Levi were Gershon, Kahat, and Merari. The names of the sons of Gershon were Lebeni and 
Shimei. They fathered their respective clans, likewise the sons of Kahat, Amram, Itzar, Hebron, and Uziel, and the sons of Merari, Malkali, and Mushi. The, these fathered the clans of the Levites. Gershon fathered the clans of Labini and Shimi. These were the Gershon clans. Of them, 7,500 males a month old and over were counted. The Gershon clans were to camp behind the tabernacle toward the west. The chief of the Gershon clan was the camp was Ishlaf and the son of Lael. In connection with the tent of meeting, the descendants of Gershon were to be in charge of the following the tabernacle itself, its inner and outer coverings, the screen for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the curtains surrounding the courtyard, the screen for the entrance of the courtyard surrounding the tabernacle and the altar, all the fixtures and ropes for these items and their maintenance. Kahat fathered the clans of Amram, Ishtar, Hebron, and Uziel. These were the Kahat clans. Of them, 8,600 males, a month old and over, were counted. They were in charge of the holy place. The Kahat clans were to camp next to the tabernacle towards the south. The chief of the Kahat clan was Elissa Fan, the son of Uziel. They were responsible for the ark, the table, the menorah, the altars, the utensils, the Kohen used when they serve in the holy place, the curtain, and everything involved with the maintenance of these things. Eleazar, the son of Aaron the Kohen, was first among the chiefs of the Levi and supervised those in charge of the holy place. Merari fathered the sons of Malkili, Mushi. These were the Merari clans. Of them, 6,200 males a month old or over were counted. The chief of the Marari clan was Tezuzel, the son of Ashabal. They were to camp next to the tabernacle towards the north. The Marari clans were assigned responsibility for the frames of the tabernacle, among with its crossbars, posts, sockets, and fittings, together with their maintenance. Also, the posts of the surrounding courtyard with their sockets, pegs, and ropes. Those who were to camp in front of the tabernacle on the east, in front of the tent of meeting toward the sunrise, were Moses, Aaron, and his sons, who were in charge of the holy place. They carried out their responsibility on behalf of the people of Israel, and anyone else who involved himself was to be put to death. The total number of Levi whom Moses and Aaron counted by their clans are the males a month old or over was 22,000. Adonai said to Moses, Register all the firstborn males of the people of Israel a month old and over and determine how many there are. Then you are to take the Levi for me, Adonai, in place of all the firstborn among the people of Israel, and the cattle of the Levi in place of the firstborn of the cattle belonging to the people of Israel. Moses counted as Adonai had ordered him all the firstborn among the people of Israel. The total number of firstborn males registered a month old and over of those who were counted 
was 22,273. Adonai said to Moses, Take the Levi in place of all the firstborn among the people of Israel and the cattle of the Levi in place of their cattle. And the Levi are to belong to me, Adonai. Since there were 273 more firstborn males from Israel than male Levi, in order to redeem them, you are to take five shekels for each of these, use sanctuary shekel, which is equal to 20 grats. Give the redemption money for these extra people to Aaron and his sons. And Moses took the redemption money from those who were over and above those redeemed by the Levites. The amount of money he took from the firstborn of the people of Israel was 1,365 shekels. Moses gave the redemption money to Aaron and his sons in keeping with what Adonai had said as Adonai had ordered Moses. Adonai said to Moses and Aaron, Take ascendants of the descendants of Kahat, who are among the descendants of Levi, by clans and families all those from 30 to 50 years old. These will enter the court doing the work in the tent of meeting. There is how the descendants of Ka'at are to serve in the tent of meeting and deal with the especially holy things. When the time comes to break camp, Aaron is to go in with his sons, take down the curtain, which serves as a screen and cover the ark of the testimony with it. On that, they are to place a covering of fine leather, and on top of that spread an all-blue cloth. Then they are to insert the carrying poles on the table of showbread. They are to spread a blue cloth and place on it the dishes, incense pans, offerings, bowls, and pitchers. The perpetual bread is to remain on the table. They are to spread on these things a scarlet cloth, covering them with a covering of fine leather and insert the poles. They are to take a blue cloth and cover the menorah for the light, its lamps, its tongs, its trays, and the jars used to add oil to it. They are to wrap it and all its accessories in fine leather and place them on a carrion frame. On the gold altar, they are to spread a blue cloth, cover it with a covering of fine leather and insert its carrying poles. They are to take all the utensils they use when serving in the sanctuary and put them in blue cloth. Cover them with fine leather and place them on the carrion frame. After removing the greasy ashes from the altar, they are to spread a purple cloth over it and place on it all the utensils required for their altar service. The fire pans, the meat hooks, shovels, basins, and other utensils for the altar. Then they are to spread over it a fine leather covering and insert the carrying poles. When Aaron and his sons have finished covering the holy furnishings and all the holy utensils, when the camp is about to move forward, then 
the descendants of Korah are to come and carry them, but they are not to touch the holy things so that they won't die. These things are the responsibility of the descendants of Korah in the tent of meeting. Eleazar, the son of Aaron the Cohen, is to be responsible for the oil for the light, the fragrant incense, the continuing grain offering, and the anointing oil. He is to be in charge of the entire tabernacle and everything in it, including the sanctuary and its furnishings. Adonai said to Moses and Aaron, Do not cut off the clan of Karat from among the Levi. Rather, do this for them, so that they will live and not die. When they approach the especially holy things, Aaron and his sons are to go in. And you are to assign each one his task. But the descendants of Karat are not to go in and look at the holy things as they are being covered. If they do, they will die. Next we have Hosea 2, 1 through 22. Nevertheless, the people of Israel will number as many as the grains of sand by the sea, which cannot be measured or counted, so that the time will come when instead of being told, you are not my people, it will be said to them, you are the children of the living God. Then the people of Judah and the people of Israel will be gathered together. They will appoint for themselves one leader, and they will go up out of the land, for that will be a great day. The day of Jubilee. No, the day of Israel. Israel. Sorry. Say to your brothers, my people, and to your sisters, pitied, rebuke your mother, rebuke her. For she isn't my wife, and I'm not her husband. She must remove her whoring from her face and her adulteries from between her breasts. Otherwise, I will strip her naked and place her as she was the day she was born. Make her like a desert. Place her like a dry land and kill her with thirst. I will have no pity on her children, for they are children of Horang. Their mother <coughs> prostituted herself. She who conceived them behaved shamelessly. She said, I will pursue my lovers who gave me my food and water, wool, flax, olive oil, and wine. <clears throat> Therefore, I will block her way with thorns. Put up a hedge so she can't find her path. She will pursue her lovers but not catch them. She will sink them but won't find them. Then she will say, I will go up and return to my first husband because things were better for me then than they are now. But she doesn't know it was I who gave her the grain, the wine, and the oil. I who increased her silver and gold, which they used for Baal. So I will take back my grain at harvest time and my wine at its season. I will snatch away my wool and flax and give them to cover her naked body. Now I will uncover her shame while her lovers watch, and no one will save her from me. I will end her happiness, her festivals, Rosh Hodesh and Shabbat, and all her designated times. I will ravish her vines and fig trees, of which she says, These are my wages that my lovers have given me. 
but I will turn them into a forest and wild animals will eat them. I will punish her for offering incense on the feast days of the Balaam when she decked herself with her earrings and jewels, pursuing her lovers and forgetting me, says Adonai. But now I'm going to woo her. I will bring her out of the desert and I will speak to her heart. I will give her her vineyards from there and the Accor Valley as a gateway to hope. She will respond there as she did when young, as she did when she came up from Egypt. On that day, says Adonai, you will call me Ishi, which means my husband. You will no longer call me Baali, my master, for I will remove the names of the Baalium from her mouth. They will never again be mentioned by name. When that day comes, I will make a covenant for them with the wild animals, the birds in the air, and the creeping things on the earth. I will break bow and sword, weep, sweep battle from the land, and make them lie down securely. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness, in justice, in grace, and in compassion. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness. And we have Luke 2, 1 through 52. Around this time, Emperor Augustus issued an order for a census to be taken throughout the empire. This registration, the first of its kind, took place when Quinarius was governing in Syria. Everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. So Joseph, because he was a descendant of Davis, went up from the town of Nazareth to, in the Galilee to the town of David called Bethlehem in Judah to be registered with Miriam to whom he was engaged and who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and laid him down in a feeding trough because there was no space for them in the living quarter. In the countryside nearby were some shepherds spending the night in the fields, guarding their flocks. When an angel of Adonai appeared to them, and the Shekinah of Adonai shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, because I am here announcing to you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. This very day in the town of David, there was born for you a deliverer, who is the Messiah, the Lord. Here is how you will know. You will find the baby wrapped in cloth and lying in the feeding trough. Suddenly, along with the angel, was a vast army from heaven praising God. In the highest heaven, glory to God, and on earth, peace among people and goodwill. No sooner had the angels left them and gone back into heaven than the shepherds <coughs> said to one another, 
Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened that Adonai has told us about. Hurrying off, they came and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the feeding trough. Upon seeing this, they made known that they had been told about this child, and all who heard were amazed by what the shepherds said to them. Mary treasured all these things and kept mulling them over in her heart. Meanwhile, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It had been just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time for his Brit Malah, he was given the name Yeshua, which is what the angel had called him before his conception. When the time came for their purification, according to the Torah of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to Adonai, as it is written in the Torah of Adonai. Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to Adonai, and also to offer a sacrifice of a pair of doves or two young pigeons, as required by the Torah of Adonai. There was in Jerusalem a man named Simon. This man was a Tazak. He was devout. He waited eagerly for God to comfort Israel, and the Rach HaKodesh was upon him. He had been revealed, it had been revealed to him by the Rach HaKodesh that he would not die before he had seen the Messiah of Adonai. Prompted by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts, and when the parents brought in the child Yeshua to do for him, what the Torah required, Simon took him in his arms, made a blessing to God and said, Now Adonai, according to your word, your servant is at peace as you let him go. For I have seen with my own eyes your Yeshua, which you prepared in the presence of all people a light that will bring revelation to the Goyim and glory to your people Israel. Yeshua's father and mother were marveling at the things Simon was saying about him. Simon blessed them and said to the child's mother Miriam, This child will cause many in Israel to fall and to rise. He will become a sign whom people will speak against. Moreover, a sword will pierce your own heart, too. All this will happen in order to reveal many people's inmost thoughts. There was also a prophet named Hannah bat of the tribe of Asher. She was a very old woman. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and had remained a widow ever since. Now she was 84. She never left the temple grounds, but worshiped there night and day, fasting and praying. She came by at that moment and began thanking God and speaking about the child to everyone who was waiting for Jerusalem to be liberated. 
When Joseph and Mary had finished doing everything required by the Torah of Adonai, they returned to the Galilee, to their town Nazareth. The child grew and became strong and filled with wisdom. God's favor was upon him. Every year, Yeshua's parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of Passover. When he was 12 years old, he went up for the festival as custom required. But after the festival was over, when his parents returned, Yeshua remained in Jerusalem. They didn't realize this, supposing that he was somewhere in the caravan. They spent a whole day on the road before they began searching for him among their relatives and friends. Failing to find him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. On the third day, they found him. He was sitting in the temple court among the rabbis, not only listening to them, but questioning what they said. And everyone who heard him was astonished at his insight and his responses. When his parents saw him, they were shocked. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been terribly worried looking for you. He said to them, Why did you have to look for me? Didn't you know that I had to be concerning myself with my father's affair? Affairs? Didn't you know that I had to be concerning myself with my father's affairs? But they didn't understand what he meant. So he went with them to Nazareth and was obedient to them. But his mother stored up all these things in her heart. And Yeshua grew both in wisdom and in stature, gaining favor both with other people and with God. Thank you, Father God, for a great parashah. Father God, help us to humble ourselves before you today as it is Shabbat. Help us to get a good rest, for we definitely need it with the busy week we have behind us. Father God, the upcoming week, let us not be troubled by what we need to do. Help us to relax this very day. Help us to enjoy the rest that we so need. Lord, thank you for Yeshua. Thank you for showing us who the Messiah is. Thank you for teaching us why things have been the way that they are. Father God, again, we humble ourselves and ask for your peace. Shabbat Shalom. Amen. Amen. Thank you.